Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, whenever you might be listening to this. This is the Buzzed Pucks Podcast. He's that, he's muted. Oh God, what do they do? <laughs> We're doing this. We're doing this remotely in case you didn't just notice. I'm Bert. I'm Clay. <laughs> And uh, Clay's a little under the weather, so we're recording uh, separately from one another. So if there's a little, a few gaffes here and there, please forgive us. Um, I have a cold yeah. and I'm sick. Yeah, Clay's a little sicky. And yeah. But it's okay. We can do this and yeah. hopefully this works out. Uh, we think it should. And if not, then <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, we'll um, it out. we're here for week 20. And all the yes, happenings they're in. We're actually not too much news or injury wise, at least on my side. Almost nothing. Yeah, happened almost nothing happened uh, outside I, of the games. Almost nothing else happened. I do have a long list of injuries. Oh but really? News I have wise, five. I have five injuries. Really? Yeah. Um, but yeah, before we get okay. to that, before we nothing get to nothing happened in the West. Okay. Uh, East had a little bit more injuries though. Um, gotcha. Also, I want to shout out happy birthday. Uh, I'm sorry oh, that I was sick you. and couldn't yeah, so it was my birthday that yesterday. with you. Yeah, I was bummed. I was really hoping, uh, yeah, yeah, in the yeah. morning, I was hoping I was going to get a text from Jenny that was like, oh, he feels way better. He's coming out with us. No. But no, no dice. I was be- I was better than I was Saturday. That's uh, but this is definitely, today's the best I felt in. Yeah, you sound pretty days, good. So. so that's good. Um. Before we get to any of the news, thank you for the birthday wishes. I, I appreciate it. Uh, what are you drinking, Clay? We're drinking different and stuff drinking. this week. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't coordinate. We didn't yeah. plan this illness. Um, <laughs> I am drinking the Winter IPA by Peak Brewing, or sorry, Peak Organic Brewing Company. Uh, I don't know what it means that it's an organic brewing company, but that's <laughs> what it says. Um, no one knows what it means, but it's but provocative. <laughs> They only started in 2016, so they're hmm. a relatively new company. Uh, they are out of Portland, Maine. Nice. I am the drinking... State, the state you think of when you think of Portland. <laughs> yeah, right. I am drinking... It's a New England a, IPA. Uh... Oh, sorry. I keep interrupting you. I am drinking no, the Captain's Daughter Double IPA from Graysale Brewing of Rhode Island. That's a good That's a good beer. Yeah? it's It's got a cool yes. cover art. Can you see it? It's a lady. I on can't the... see you at all. Oh, really? Yeah, I've not been able to see. Oh you. well, that's that's weird because I can see you. So yeah. <laughs> maybe I have my um, maybe my camera's off. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Also, I am not just drinking that. I am drinking a big old mug of Bigelow ginger Bigelow, lemon tea. Shout out Sponsors. and some can and some can of dry ginger ale because uh, that's how I feel. Well. Clay, Clay's got many a beverage over there. I got. I'm surrounded by beverages. I am the most hydrated that I have been in a long time. <laughs> Past two days, I've been so hydrated. Well, that's good. That's staving off the illness. All right, let's get into what little news and injuries we have. Uh, I'll start. This is this isn't really a huge news piece, but yet another NBA owner says that they want an NHL team, and that is the Houston NBA owner. Uh, he has said yes. this before, so this is not new news for him, but um, it really makes me wonder if some of the other NHL owners are trying to put some heat on the Coyotes. Very much so. And we mentioned uh, last 
week or whatever, maybe two weeks ago, that uh, the current owner of the Coyotes, uh, his name begins with an M that escapes me right now. Uh, Morello. He tried to, Morello, he tried to buy an NBA team like a decade ago, and mm. they told him to kick rocks because he was too poor. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, here we are. So it's just yet another fire underneath the the Coyotes. Um, however, they might not be the only team that is uh, bringing worry to the other owners. I am discounting the, what the Jets are saying. Yeah, um, yeah the, the Jets are just having trouble with attendance, um, which is weird because they're doing really well this year. So I don't, I, I don't know what that's about, but the last few years they've struggled a bit with attendance. Um, Winnipeg has pretty terrible weather during the winter, during the hockey season. Um, so maybe that could be a contributing factor. But uh, Gary Bettman has said that uh, they could use some more corporate sponsorships as well. And he's apparently that's, going up there to get some more of that. So I think that's all they're saying uh, because you got to think about what's happened these past couple of years. So yeah, much of yeah, yeah, yeah. Winnipeg has never really had a lot of corporate sponsors. Most of their season tickets were for fans. Yeah. Um, which is good, great, but the economy's kind of sucked the past couple of years, so yeah. that's gonna drive well, down those. It depends on it, it. Sucks for depending on who you are. If you're a corporation, yes. the it's been great. If you're me and you, it's been middling at best. So right, so a, a lot of families don't want to or can't drop two to four hundred dollars yeah. to go to a hockey game yeah. on a Wednesday night. Yeah. So I get it. I think it's just a, I think it's just a push to drum up some corporate sponsorship. Hopefully, so oh, I, I don't I think agree. Winnipeg is going to move anytime soon because they have they no. have an arena deal. They have a lease. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't good. heard anything about that being a problem. This is the first time I've heard anybody be like, oh, maybe Winnipeg. Uh. But it, I think it's just coupling with the Coyotes win- thing. It's really only Winnipeg. Winnipeg's the only one who's been saying it too. Like no one yeah, else is. They they just said worried. it this past week. It's it's barely news. Um, yeah. And then we had a trade this week. The Pittsburgh Penguins sent Alex Nylander and a 2026 sixth round pick to the Columbus Blue Jackets for Emil Benstrom, Bemstrom with an M, um, who then in turn scored in his first game with the Penguins. So. Of course, that's great. <laughs> Uh, that's it for the news that I have. Uh, let, you know what? Let me just do my injuries really quick because I only have a handful. Go for it. Uh, Vitek Vanacek is on the IR with a lower body injury for New Jersey. Only day-to-day, though. Justin Falk has been moved to LTIR. He's been injured for a while, but now he's been moved to LTIR. <coughs> um, Martin Fehavari of the Washington Capitals is on the IR with a lower body injury week-to-week. Nick Dowd also on the IR, upper body injury. Only day-to-day, though. And uh, Nathan Bastion is on the IR for the Devils with a lower body injury, unknown amount of time. So that's, uh, I think, still being looked at for him. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bastion got rocked that he game. He did. So uh, that might take a minute to figure out what the injury actually even is. So. Well, it's great that it's a lower body considering how he got rocked in those two games. Yeah. Or he, that one game twice. Um, you would have thought it was like a concussion he's dealing with, but no, it's a lower body. Lower body, unless they're gonna come out and be like, also he has a concussion. 
Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, could happen. All right, what you got? All right, so I'm going to start out west because I have literally no news. All right. Uh, yeah, really, uh, real just games happening this week. Nothing's happened out there. Uh, for injuries, Mikey Anderson is on the IR for the Kings week to week with an upper body. And Victor Arvison's back on the IR lower body. I know he just that's came a, off yeah, the that's LTIR. A, that's a yeah. real bummer for him. Yeah. Uh, that's the Vlasic second guy in, in a row. That's it. Because then that happened to... Sorry to interrupt you. That happened to Sergachev, though, too, right? Yes. Yeah. He comes back, immediately gets injured. Immediately injured. Something else, though. But it, it wasn't what that old injury was. Uh, also, Jamie Drysdale is going to be out for a while. Hmm. Uh, he definitely re-injured that shoulder. That same shoulder he had surgery on in the Pittsburgh Flyers game. Oh, did he? I haven't seen oh. any uh, injuries being popped out from the games last night, and I didn't get a chance to watch that game. As insane yeah, as got, it was, I really wish I had. He got rocked. I mean, it was a clean hit, but he got yeah. rocked right through that shoulder and left and never came back. So I, I will say uh, Brian uh, Rust for the Penguins also left that game with an injury yeah. of some sort. But I have seen uh, no reports of anything as of yet. Gotcha. Uh, for San Jose, Vlasic is out day-to-day for an upper body. And then for the Golden Knights, their injury problems continue. Yeah. Brett Howden is on the IR with an upper body, and Mark Stone is on the IR also with an upper body. He is considered week-to-week. Howden does not have a timetable in return. Mm. Um, Man, for, they're just getting rocked by injuries in Vegas. Well, that's what's happened the past two years. I guess that's true. Um, and they ended up winning the Stanley Cup last year, so they just happened so to get hope, healthy at the right time. Exactly. Shea Theodore is back uh, for uh, the Knights. He's been out for a month or two, uh, and he's already put up five assists, so he's made an immediate impact back. Um, so it's they're getting some guys back, but they're losing some guys at the same time. For the East, uh, I figured out why you can't see me. Your can't, camera, camera wasn't on. was just off. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, I see you. Uh, isn't Michael Rasmussen? Why did I look this up? Marcus uh, Rasmussen? No, it's it, for who? For who? Buffalo? Detroit? Or Detroit? It's uh, Michael. It's Michael. Yeah. It's because Michael I, Rasmussen. I think for Buffalo, just is it Matthias Four. Never mind. Go ahead. Keep going. No, I think it's Samuelson. Never mind. Yes, you're thinking Don't Samuelson. worry. Just keep going. Uh, Rasmussen signed a four-year, $3.2 million deal. This is a really good deal for... Yeah? Is it 3.2 each year? Red Wings. Yes. Yeah, okay. I just wanted to make that clear. Yeah. Yep. Um... And then Kane hit his 800th assist this past week. Yes, so. he did. Detroit legend. Uh, <laughs> Detroit legend for, Patrick Kane. For Florida, Lombard has been fine for an elbow against Chikrin in Arizona. Mm. And then I'm going to finish off with Boston. I've mentioned it once or twice. It started last year, but we talked about it last week. Jack Edwards. And his yeah. commentating has been weird. It's been slowed. 
it's, thumbs it's up. slurred sometimes. Yeah. We we were actually watched the game after the after we finished recording last week, and we were listening yeah. to him, and we were like, "What is happening? Why exactly. is he? Because he's like um, the only one talking to." Are you still there? About this. Oh, yeah. Okay, you cut your you cut out for a second, but you're fine now. Sorry. So he sounded like he had a stroke. Um or something. But he actually spoke spoke up about this this past week. Okay. And he said it's a medical mystery. Uh they oh. don't know what's wrong. Okay. Uh, I thought he would is... I, I was I was open to hearing like, yeah, I have a I have an issue and whatever it is, and I'll be like, oh, okay, then we'll never mention that again. Uh, but it is both. Good, it's both good news in that they don't know, like they I, yeah, don't see what's happening. I, yeah. But bad news is they don't know what's wrong. They don't know what's wrong. Um, yeah, there's clearly something wrong. Right. So I hope I hope him all the best. I you know. Oh, a hundred percent. Especially going through something like this. Yeah. Where, yeah, they tease. Uh, I don't think it's. It's like every other month he's going to like the doctors to try and figure going through testing and stuff like that. Oh. And they haven't been able to figure it out. And this has been going on for at least a year, maybe a little bit more. Yeah. So I know we mentioned it and now he has too. And that's kind of crazy that. Yeah. Well, I hope he gets it figured that, out. Yeah. Same. Um, now I'm going to go through the injuries you with it. Boston. Hampus Lindholm is out is on the IR with a lower body injury. Olofsson is missing this road trip for Buffalo with an illness. So he's only listening day to day. Okay. For Florida, Kachuk is right now listed day to day, but he did leave a game early. I forget which game. Um, and oh, it's right. an undisclosed unknown injury. I uh, think it was, it was, for... sorry. I, I, I thought it was weird. I remember seeing that two players uh, left that game. Forsberg also left, yeah. but he was able to play again against the uh, Capitals. Right. Yep. And then for Montreal, Struble is listed as day-to-day for a lower body. He's missed some time, though. Uh, Ottawa, Artem Zub is listed Ooh. as day-to-day for, for a lower body as well, but he has missed at least a game, maybe more, um, and he's pretty important to them. And finally, for... Tampa Bay, Hayden Fleury is day-to-day for an undisclosed injury. He's missed two games so far, so we'll see what it is going going forward. All right. That's all I got. All right. Well, let's get to some games then. I'm starting this week. I am going to start with the Central Division, where the Arizona Coyotes went 0-2-1 this week. And boy, have they had just the trashest of Februaries so far. Yeah. They're on a 10-game losing streak? 12-game losing streak. Because oh. they, I think they lost their last couple of games in January as well. But oh, no. they kicked off this week by losing 6-3 to to the Edmonton Oilers. Bukestad yep. did have two goals in this game. Clayton Keller, a goal and an assist. So at least they were trying. Uh, then they lost to Toronto, right. also 6-3. to um, <laughs> Outshot 36-26. to They were 3-for-5 on the penalty kill. Genther, Hayton, and Macelli had the goals in that game. And then, hey... They lost a game in overtime to Winnipeg, 4-3. to Schmaltz had two goals, Michelli the other goal, and that is their 12th game losing in a row and only their second point in February. Uh-huh. They have two overtime losses, and those are their only two points 
in February yeah. so far. So I don't know what happened to Arizona. Playoff yeah. Oh yeah, like way out of it at this point. They have just cratered since uh, basically since the new year, and mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like the whole ownership problem where they're gonna play next year, like weighing on everybody, and they're just playing very bad. On it top basically of that, started, that's not helping. By the way, yeah, it, it basically started, started right around, with yeah. the same time. Yeah, and the them just like cratering into nothingness at this point is uh, not gonna help um anybody in arizona be like yeah we should keep this team here you know right uh, so i yeah, i don't know i don't know what to say they don't have a top player they were three for seven on their power play well that's good five for ten on the penalty kill that's that's bad five for ten 50 yeah. percent on the week uh that's they bad. are 23 29 and five on the season so oh. far boy they just had such a good record at one point we were like, man, they'll maybe they're making the playoffs. They're fun to watch, and then they have now lost twelve games in a row. So they're still fun to watch. They're still but fun. They're to not watch. winning. Yeah, they're not winning. Uh, let's see if they can go O for February. I think they mm. only have one or two oh. more games in February. So, oh boy, Chicago is up next, an equally poor team. O two and two this week, though. They lost Carolina six to three. Got outshot by Carolina, forty-two to seventeen. Yeah, forty-two to seventeen. But hey, they got three goals on seventeen yeah. shots, so that's something. Yeah, that's that's not good for that yeah. goalie. Yeah, two for four on the penalty kill in that game. Bedard did have a goal and two assists. Uh, Johnson and Salino. <laughs> you didn't cut the mic out. I no. Okay, it's okay. No, I didn't hit the first time. Okay. <laughs> Forgive Clay if he uh, coughs a little bit. Um, Johnson and Felina both had a goal and an assist in that game as well. They Chicago then lost to Philadelphia three to one, where they were outshot thirty three to twenty two. Uh, Colin Blackwell had the only goal in that game. They lost to Winnipeg in overtime three to two. Johnson and Blackwell had the goals in that game for them, and then lost to Detroit three to two in overtime as well, where Felino and Entwistle had the only goals in that game. Patrick Kane's return to Chicago. Yes, and he scored the overtime game winner. And he scored the overtime game winner. Uh, They don't have a top player either. They were 3 for 9 on the power play, pretty good. 5 for 6 on the penalty kill, only took 6 penalties. Only had to kill 6 penalties in 4 games. That's remarkable in and of itself. No, that's that's really good. 15, 39, and 5 is Chicago. Fighting it out for that last spot in the NHL this year. But everyone expected them to be this bad, so... Yeah, uh, Even they the are tied with San Jose with points. Oh, no. But San Jose has three games in hand. Oh, Chicago. Well, hey, look, maybe they'll uh, get the first overall pick again. And they'll oh, get... they don't. <laughs> I mean, I hope they don't either. But uh, maybe they can get another young, fantastic player to play with Connor Bedard. So. What, it's Cam Brady? Is, is he the top prospect? What did you say his name was? Cambrini or something <laughs> stupid. Well, you're you're kind of close. It's Macklin Celebrini. Celebrini. Yeah, yeah. All right. You're clo- right. you were close though. You were close though. Uh, I was closer than you thought at yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, you were closer than I thought at first. Yes. Uh, Colorado is up next. They went one, one, and one this week. They beat Vancouver three to one to kick the week off. 
Johnson, or I'm sorry, Johansson had two goals in that game, while Lakenen had the other goal. They then lost to Detroit in overtime, two to one. McKinnon had the only goal in that game, and then they lost to Toronto four to three. They were one for one on the power play in that game, zero for two on the penalty kill. Rontanen yep. a goal and an assist. Lankanen and Cogliano had the other goals, while McKinnon had three assists. Uh, McKinnon's their top player, one goal, four assists on the week, one for seven on the power play, five for eight on the penalty kill. Colorado is 35, 19, and five on the season so far. What did you say their record was this week? One, one, and one. One, 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 okay. Yeah, because that Toronto game was not in overtime. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah, you know, they're, they're keeping up with the, the other two teams at the top of the Central Division, one of which is the Dallas yeah. Stars, who went 1-2-1 yeah. this week. Uh, losing to <laughs> Boston in a shootout four to three, they outshot Boston forty six to thirty in this game. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they did. Still went to a shootout where they lost. Uh, Suter, Lindell, and Johnston had the goals in that game. They then lost to the Rangers three to one, outshooting the Rangers forty two to twenty six. Heiskanen had the only goal in that game. Losing to Ottawa four to one. Yeesh, they got outshot Yeesh. in that game thirty to fifteen. I don't know what happened in that game. Pavelski yeah. had the only goal. Dal- just a real stinker of a game by Dallas <laughs> against yeah, yeah. a real stinker of a team in Ottawa. But they finished things off by beating a very good Carolina team 2-1 to one, where they were out... Uh-huh. Sh- where, uh, I just wanted to point this out because the shot... It, they they got outshot 21-16, to 16, but that's a really low shot total for a game. Yeah. Uh, Robertson and Johnston had the goals against Carolina, and Heiskanen had two assists. I watched a good portion of this game. It was it was a good game. It was back and forth, just real low goal scoring. Heiskanen, oh, Heiskanen is their top player, a goal and three assists. They were one for eleven on the power play, eleven for twelve on the penalty kill. So penalty kill doing pretty well. Uh, Thirty-five, sixteen, and eight are Dallas currently. Next, That's good because their penalty kill the past two weeks was dog poop. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, so this week they t- they got that figured out, but nothing else. Uh, yeah. Minnesota, the resurgent Minnesota Wild, three and one this week. They don't know what they want to do. Yeah, I, I I guarantee after this week they still do not know what they want to do. Um, well, they don't know what they don't know if they want to be good or bad. Yeah, with the way they've been playing. I I know. Uh, they. They won an insane game against Vancouver, ten to seven. Seventeen. When Vancouver goal was up. Vancouver was up five to two, mm-hmm. almost going into the third. Yeah, like it was just, and then it ended ten to seven. Six <laughs> unanswered goals by yeah. Minnesota. Whoo boy! And you know what the shot? Did you write down what the shot total in this game was? No, I did not. You know what it was? It was 27-24 for Minnesota. Jesus. How bad of a game did both of those goalies have, or however many goalies played in this game? Hold up. 27-24. I want to look at block block shots real quick. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll go go through Minnesota then. Uh, They were four for six on the power play. On the power play in this game. Kaprizov. Go ahead. Two goals were empty nets. That's true. So nine That's and true. nine, nine and, ten and ten were empty nets. Yeah. But uh, you were down five to two, and then you it took the lead. Roaring back. 
Um, uh, Kaprizov and Joel Erickson Eck each had a hat trick and three assists in this game. Yep. Both of them had that. And then that, that there was another hat trick on top of that, wasn't there? Didn't JT, JT Miller, Miller have a hat trick too? Yeah. There were three hat tricks in that game. I don't know when the last time that happened. <laughs> No. That's crazy. That's like just legitimately insane. That day, there were multiple hat tricks, but the team lost. Not Minnesota, apparently. Not Minnesota. Um, but Vancouver and then someone else had a hat trick, but then they still lost. Was it? I'm just going to guess it was Austin Matthews because he's had the hat trick seemingly every other game this It was past not two Austin weeks. Matthews. It was not him. Because he's I been in a, on an absolute tear recently. Yeah. He only scored four goals this Oh, week. what a scrub. What a oh. scrub. <laughs> anyway, Zuccarello oh. and Boldy each had a goal and three assists in this game as well. And that's not, we're not even naming all of the goal scorers in this game. because No. Crazy. It was a crazy game. Crazy game. Um, it seems like the league is good for one, maybe two of those games a year. It, yeah. Well, I say that, and then there was an equally... Not not equally score wise, but like an also insane game between Pittsburgh and Philadelphia that right. happened last night or yesterday. I mean, you you're good for like I would say five to ten of those games. A yeah, year, yeah, but they're just like they're sprinkled through. Usually, having two yeah. in one week is is crazy. But those are the games that like people really like to watch, where it's just like goal, 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 goal. Oh, yeah. You know, um, well, certain people, like maybe a casual viewer would like to watch that. Whereas, like, if you watch hockey a lot and you watch, like, a, a goalie duel, that's equally as exciting, in my opinion. If you watch, yeah. like, two goalies stonewalling the other teams, even <laughs> though they're getting chances, um, it's always fun to watch that game because when somebody finally scores, that's, like, oh, it's, a it's, huge, it's huge, yeah. Um, so then uh, Minnesota turned around, lost all of their momentum, and lost to Winnipeg six to three for yep. their second game of the week. They were two for four yep. on the power play in that game, and also two for four on the penalty kill. Center. Oh, the shots, the block shots weren't that crazy. Uh, oh no, there just weren't I that mean, many shots, and most of them went in. I, I never mind. I won't say that. Minnesota blocked twenty three shots. Okay. And what? then Vancouver blocked seventeen. Okay, that's still a good amount. That's still good yeah, so both teams. It, it's so it's not only like seventy shots total. Yeah, it's still though seventy yeah, but... seventy in total shots. Theoretically, you say uh, that still leads seventeen goals between the two teams. It's still a lot of goals. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, Marco Rossi had two goals against Winnipeg, while Kaprizov had a goal and an assist. Minnesota then beat Edmonton four to two. Uh, huh? Got outshot by Edmonton, forty-three to twenty, and Minnesota was zero for two on the penalty kill in that game. But they rallied and beat Edmonton. Uh, Boldy two goals in that game. Zuccarello and Brodeen had the other goals, and then they finished the week off triumphantly by beating Seattle five to two. Kaprizov two goals and an assist. Mermis, Boldy, and Johansson had the other goals in that game, and Zuccarello had four assists in that game. Uh, you could probably guess who your top player is because I mentioned him several times, but uh, there's two Zuccarello of them. or uh, Kaprizov. You named both of them. Uh, Kaprizov had six goals and six assists on the week, 12 points. And I have to mention Zuccarello too because he had two goals and eight assists on the week. That's yeah. 10 points. Like, you got to mention him. 
They were eight for 20 on the power play. They had 20 Jesus. power plays. Uh, now, four of those were against Vancouver, but still, you know. Still. Still pretty you gotta, good. You got to convert them. Yeah. Uh, nine for 14 on the penalty kill. Not nearly as good. Uh, 28, 24, and six. They're within spitting distance of the playoffs at this point. They're getting there. Yes. They're, they're um, digging. They've pretty much successfully dig or somewhat successfully dug themselves out of the horrific hole they dug at the beginning of the season. They are only four points back from a playoff spot. That's, that's doable. You can, you can do yeah. it. Yeah. Now, another team that's really kind of turned the tides of their season as well as Nashville. Nashville went mm-hmm. 4-0 and this week. 4-0. and I had yeah. so many teams play four games this week, too. I don't know why. Uh, most of my teams played four. Yeah, I had, like, um, I think the majority of mine played four as well. It was really making me mad because I'm at the end of this notebook, and it almost made me have to get a new oh, notebook you... to start. I got, got a new notebook. Space. I got a new notebook. I, but this is the last week of this top this top spun notebook that I hate <laughs> that always confuses me. Anyway, Nashville went four and zero this week. Um, they beat Vegas five to three to kick the week off, outshooting them forty to twenty six. Glass, Novak, Nyquist, Craig Smith, and Evangelista had the goals in that game. Five different goal scorers. Well, Yossi and McDonough <coughs> each had two assists on the game. Nashville then turned around and beat LA four to one. Pretty convincing. Sissons, a goal and yep. two assists in that game. Lawson, a goal and an assist. And Trennan and Jankowski had the other goals in that game. They're getting goals from throughout the lineup now, too. That's that's when you know a team is really need. hitting their stride is when their depth is scoring, too. And then Nashville beat San Jose 4-2, to outshooting them 35-25. Sherwood, two goals in the game. Nyquist and Forsberg each had a goal and an assist. And then they beat Anaheim to finish off their, I believe they were on a West Coast trip, um, by looking at these games. Um, uh, yes, they were. Beat Anaheim 4-2. to two. Forsberg, goal and an assist in this game. Nyquist, Yossi, and McCarron each had a goal. And Dante Fabro had two assists on the week. Five players, five players this week had four points to be wow, tied for, for their best performances of the week, so... Five players. That's that's the kind of depth every team is dreaming about, you know? They yeah, were one for 14 on their power play, though. One for Ooh. 14. That's not not super good. But, hey, they won all the games anyway, so whatever. Uh, 10 for 12 on the penalty kill. They are now 32-25-2. Nashville in a playoff spot, I believe. And they're killing it the last couple of weeks. Yeah, no, they've been doing great. What? You sound different all of a sudden. That's not good. Better? Worse? It's the same. Can you move your mic closer to your face? How about now? Huh. You just sound weirdly different now. Is it better different or worse different? It's just different. It. it I can still hear you, so I'm assuming... Say something really quick. Something really quick. Okay, you're still recording, so I guess we'll just all go right. with it. I don't know why his voice changed all of a sudden, but... Um, all right. I think I know. Yeah, do you? Yeah. All right. Well, while you maybe finagle that, let's move on to St. Louis, who went 1-2 and two this week. They lost to Toronto 4-2. to two. Saad and Buchnevich had the goals in that game. They beat the Islanders 4 to nothing. 
uh, where they got outshot by the Islanders 38-25 to in that game. Buchnevich had a hat trick in that game, while Saad had the other goal, and uh, Thomas had three assists, and I didn't write down who the goalie was that got the shutout. That was dumb of Bennington. me. Huh? It was it Bennington? It was, it was Bennington. Okay, Bennington made 38 saves yeah. for the shutout. Uh, Detroit... This was against the Islanders, you said? Yes. Yeah. They then lost oh, to Detroit 6-1 to to finish off the week. Um, I think... Oh, before we... Uh, they got outshot by Detroit 34-23, to and Boldick had the... Or, uh, yeah, Boldick had the only goal in that game. Um, just a funny thing that happened in the Islanders game, though, was um, uh, St. Louis did get a goal called off at some point yep. in the game. And the ref made a really funny call where he skated to the oh, middle of yeah. the ice and whoa, uh, he skated to the middle of the ice and he said, uh, "You're not gonna like it, but the goal has been disallowed." So pretty good call by the yeah. by the ref there. That was a great call. Also, he wouldn't have said that if it was uh, three to two or tied. No, that was a tied no, game. no, no he way. He would not have that. said that. No, I think um, the, the game was pretty much in hand at that point. So, yeah. All right, let's. Uh, Buchnevich is their top player of the week with four goals. Uh, they were two for nine on the power play with a shorthanded goal against. Eight for ten on the penalty kill. They are 30, 25, and two. So St. Louis still fighting for a playoff spot as well. There's some. They're not in it uh-huh. right now. They're, they're on the outside. Nashville took their place for that wild card spot. Yeah. But they're. The same as Minnesota. They're four points, four points back. Yeah, so they're right there. Uh, and I believe, looks like just by my math really quick, they have two two games in hand on Nashville. So They do. Yeah. Just because otherwise they have the exact same record as Nashville, just two less lot wins. Yeah. Winnipeg is up next, talking about a team that skidded a little bit for a couple of weeks, but now they're back on track. They went 3-1 and one this week. Uh, losing to Calgary six to three to start the week off. A lot of six to three games this week. That is your team scored a hat trick, but lost. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Because yeah. Sean Monahan scored all of the goals for Winnipeg in that game. The hat trick in the first period. Were they all in the first period? Oh, all in the bummer. first period. That's such a bummer. Yeah. Um, they were two for three on the power play and one for two on the penalty kill. Uh, Connor and Velarde each had two assists in this game as well. Winnipeg then beat Minnesota 6-3. They were 2-4 for four on the power play, 2-4 for four on the penalty kill. Balance is all things need. Uh, Velarde, oh, two great. goals and assists in this game. Connor, a goal and two assists. And uh, four other players had two points in that game. They then beat Chicago 3-2 in overtime. Ehlers, two goals. Connor had the overtime game winner. And Morrissey yep. had three assists. And then they finished their week off by beating Arizona 4-3 to in overtime. Shifley had a goal and three assists on the game, while Kyle Connor had two goals, including another overtime game winner for him. Uh, Gabe Velarde, a goal and an assist, and Morrissey, three more assists on the week. And they have That's dueling great. top players. Morrissey, nine assists this week. And Kyle Connor, four goals and four assists. Wow. Big, big week for Winnipeg, so... Uh, they were 6-for-12 on the power play and 6-for-10 on the penalty kill. So those balance uh, out a little you, bit. You'd like the the penalty kill better. 
Oh, most Just assuredly. Um, but hey, the power play kind of make power play going fifty percent on the week makes up for it, it a bit. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. It really. Thirty six, fifteen, and five are Winnipeg currently. Fighting it out yeah, with Colorado second. and Dallas up top of the They are also have three points in hand on three games in hand on those two teams. Ooh, yeah. So Winnipeg is in a good spot right now. Yeah. So everybody um, should go to their games in Winnipeg. Just saying. You should. I, well, the reason uh, my voice changed yeah. was because I was using a different mic than I thought. Oh. My camera mic was working at first oh i will say it's it's not as echoey as it was before so that makes a lot more sense yeah i didn't realize it was my camera mic now it's my actual face mic and that's why i wasn't actually muting like i thought i was Uh, oh here we are here we are um i figured it out (laughs) we're not for the first time we're i i like to think the two of us are fairly tech savvy but like still we've we fuck up too so Um, all right, I'm actually going to stay in the West and all right. the Pacific. We're going to start with Anaheim. Anaheim, uh, not been fun for them recently. Still not. Uh, they are one, two, and one on the week. Will they trade they Trevor still... Zegras? I man, I don't get it. I, I don't, don't understand know. I don't why. Know. Like I don't know why. They, I don't know why they would, it, but no. Well, it's just the media gets an idea in their head, and then they just kind of try to make it reality. So, yeah, that's what this seems. Um, they started the week by beating Buffalo four to three. Uh, right. They were finishing a East Coast swing. Um, Terry had a goal and two assists in that game. Then they lost to the Blue Jackets four to seven. Yeah, uh, it's kind of a closer game than the scoreline. I believe they had two empty goals against at the very end. Um, so really, more like five to four until the last couple. No, of just minutes. one empty net goal. Oh just okay. Oh okay. Goal. I I can I can do math. That's my fault. <laughs> um, Terry had a goal and to assist again in that game. Then they lost to the Kings in a shootout where they were outshot fifty to twenty four. Oh. But Gibson gets Gibson gets them to the shootout. Uh, they were two for four in that penalty kill, but had a shorthanded goal. And then they lost to Nashville, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett Leeson had a goal and assist in that game. So they were one for ten on the power play, nine for twelve on the penalty kill. Troy Terry is their top player because he had two goals and four assists in only three games. He did not play in the Nashville game. Right. And they are twenty thirty-five and three. That's forty. At least they got twenty points. At least they got twenty wins. Yeah, that's four. That's seventh in the division. Next up, Calgary. A uh, little bit of Jackal and Hyde. Two weeks ago, they went three and zero. Last week, they went zero and three. Now they're back to three and zero. All right. Still, still in the playoff spot or playoff hunt. Uh, they beat Winnipeg, like you said, six to three. Kadri had two goals and an assist. Then they beat Boston in overtime, three to two. Kadri had another goal and an assist, and then they finished off their week by beating Edmonton in the Battle of Alberta, six to three. Nice. Ooh, but Edmonton has they, two losses. I'm counting on this week, right? So far. Yep. 
and it wasn't that close of a game. Uh, Hannafin had two goals and assists, and the penalty minutes in that game were uh, 34 to 46. Wow. That's the real battle of Alberta right there. Yeah, no, there were some legitimate legitimate fights going on in that game. You got to imagine the... uh the GM of Calgary is like licking his chops that Hannafin scored two goals this week. And he's mm-hmm. like, mm, give me them first round picks. Yes. Uh, they were two for seven on the power play, six for nine on the penalty kill. Nice. Kadri uh, is their top player, though. Four goals and two assists. All right. That's a pretty good week for him. Yeah. Not a huge scoring so, guy, but. No. I mean, not anymore. Not anymore. He's still de- he's still good defensively. Was my point. Yes. Um, Edmonton's up next. They went one, two, and one on the week. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Calgary is twenty-eight, twenty-five, and five. They have sixty-one points. They're fourth in the division. Uh, we've talked about three of Edmonton's games: the six-to-three win against Arizona. Then they had a five-to-six overtime loss against Boston in Ooh. a very close game. That was probably a fun uh, game to watch. Oh, it was. Uh, a lot of trading of the leads. Um, Fogel had two goals in that game. Then they lost to Minnesota, like you said. Two to four. Um, where Drysaddle had a goal and an assist. But they out. you said they outshot them 45 to 20? I think so, yeah. Something yeah. like that. 43 to 20, maybe? Yeah, 43 to 20. 45 to 20. Either way, they were also 68% on the faceoff dot. Yeesh. It was 43 yeah. to 20. Yeah. 43. Yeah, you won 68 face-offs. 68% of the face-off dots, uh, face-offs, and couldn't do more with that. Yeah. Uh, and then they lost 3-6 to Calgary. Hyman did have two goals in that game. They were 4 for 10 on the power play, 9 for 12 on the penalty kill. McDavid is their top player. He had 8 assists. But I do want to shout out uh, Zach Hyman, who had five goals and one assist. Five goals, nothing LA to sniff at. Not at all. Uh, Edmonton, ugh, just talked about Edmonton, but they are 50, uh, ah, <laughs> 33, 20, and 2. They have 68 points. They are third. All right. L.A. L.A. 2 and 1. They're, okay. They're back on the right track. Yeah. Um. The 5-1 win against Columbus. Uh, Dubois had two goals in that game where they were perfect on the special teams. 2-for-2 on the power play, 3-for-3 on the penalty kill. Then the 1-4 loss against Nashville, like you said. Um, And then the 3-2 shootout win against Anaheim where Fiala had a goal, an assist, and the shootout winner. They were 5-for-9 on the power play. Only giving up one short hitting. Um, and then seven, six for seven on the penalty kill. Also pretty good. Fiala is their top player. He had three goals and, and one assist on the week. They are 29, 17, and 10. 68 points tied with Edmonton, but fourth in the standings. All right. San Jose is up right now. They are 0 and 2 on the week. <laughs> of course. Only they only two played games. two games. They're the only team that's played two games. Only team that played two games, and then, like, what, two weeks ago, they didn't play any games? <laughs> yeah, so... like, right after the All-Star break or something, they didn't play any games. Yeah. 
It's like, you know what, the rest of their like, season's just canceled. It's fine. They're, they're fine. Don't worry right. um, They got shut up by Vegas 4 to nothing. Uh, for some reason, the penalty minutes were different. <laughs> oh, yeah? Um, it was... Vegas had seven. Okay. San Jose had 30. Oh, my God. Did they get I, a major or what? I honestly do not know. 30? I should have looked. Oh, my God. I, I should have looked, I looked, but I didn't. Um, that's that's a crazy they, difference in, in exactly. penalty minutes. And then they lost to Nashville, like you said, 2-4, to four, uh, where Granlin had a goal in that game. They were over 3 on the power play, 6 for a penalty kill. They are 15, 36, and 5. Did I say that right? Yep, 15, 36, and 5. They ha- also have 35 points. They're in 8. Um, uh, excuse me. Seattle's up next. They went 1-1-1. One, one, and one. They lost to Detroit in overtime. Uh, McCann had two goals in that game. Then they beat... Vancouver five to two in a tight divisional rivalry where McCann had a goal and three assists, and they also outshot Vancouver thirty one to twenty one. Jesus. And they finally lost to Minnesota, like you said, two to five. Uh Deckard started the game, didn't start it well. <laughs> They were 2 for 10 on the power play for the week, 9 for 11 on the penalty kill overall. And McCann is their top player with 3 goals and 4 assists on the week. They are 24, 22, and 11. They had 59 points. They're 6th in the division. They're still kind of in the playoff hunt. Yeah, we're starting. We're getting to the point where it, it's going to start getting kind of... Some teams are going to start really being far far really behind. Selling. Yeah. Yeah. I mean especially after like the trade deadline. Games left, give or take. Yeah. Something um, like that. So it's really start we're really heading into crunch time. Alright. Vancouver. Bird's favorite team out west. Vancouver, let's go. One and three. Oh. Boo yes. boo. Uh, They've been hitting a little bit of a skid. They lost to Minnesota in that game that yeah. we talked about earlier. DeSmith was in net for all of the goals. You're welcome. Except the except the Oh, MPS. okay. Um, so 17 for 25. Not what you want. Not good. Uh, Miller See, that's the, that's a, the thing with DeSmith. Like, most of the time he looks really... And I'm speaking as somebody who had him on his team for a long time. Yeah. He A lot of the time he looks great. And then he'll have like a stretch of two, like two games where he's just terrible. Just one stinker. Yeah. But you can't like you play can't, him so much. Because... Yeah. I mean, it's not well, all his fault that they scored that many goals against him. More, more, you can't not play him because he, like Demko, needs a rest. Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah. Yeah. Um. Miller did get the hat trick plus another assist. Uh, then they lost to Colorado one to three. Demko in that there, losing to Seattle two to five. Talked about that, and beating Boston in overtime three to two. 
Beat Boston, though. That's, that makes up Besser for it. Besser had two goals plus the overtime game winner. Um, two for 11 on the power play, 11 for 16 on the penalty kill. Miller is their top player with five goals and four assists. Pretty good week. We're going to finish up with Vegas. Vegas. Um, oh, excuse me. Finishing up with Vegas. The 4 nothing win against the Sharks. Uh, Thompson in net there. Morelli gets his first goal in his first NHL game. He also added another assist on top of that. It's a good debut. Then you have a 3-5 th- to five loss against Nashville, where they were outshot by Nashville 40-26. Yeah. The 7-3 to three loss against Toronto, getting outshot 42-26. to 26. Um, both Aiden Hill and Tage, not Tage, Logan Thompson played in this game. Uh, they traded for Tage night. Thompson and put him in net. And put him in net. I mean, he's tall, but <laughs> he's not that good not a goalie, though. No. Uh, and then the shootout loss against Ottawa to finish their week. Uh, Chandler Stevenson did have two goals in that game, but they were only thirty-eight percent on the faceoff dot. Hmm. Um. Their power play was 3 for 12. Their penalty kill was 9 for 10. They do have a top player. It is William Carlson, who had three goals and two assists. Also, I don't hear his name that much. No. Also, Shea Theodore and Alec Martinez both had five assists on the week. Damn. Yeah. So they're still missing uh, Eichel, right? They're still missing Eichel. And Mark Stone's out now, too. Yep, they're missing, like, White Cloud, Carrier... Yeah, they're missing a lot. Um, they're missing a lot. So they have guys coming back. Like, Jane Stevenson missed some time, too. And it got, yeah. and you could, like, tell. Um, but, yeah. They're still plugging along. I mean, what can you do yep. at that point? I mean, you just got to keep playing the games. Right. All right. So that's it for the West, right? That's it for the West. All right, let's move out east, shall we? Starting with the Metropolitan <coughs> Division. Excuse me. <laughs> Carolina going 2-1-1 one, and one this week. Beating Chicago 6-3, as I already mentioned, where they outshot them 42-17. Just want to bring that up again because that's a huge disparity. That's uh, crazy. N- Nechus and Ajo each had a goal and an assist in this game, while Kokinyemi and Martinuk both scored as well. And Seth Jarvis had the uh, had two assists on the game. Carolina then shut out Florida one to nothing, where they were outshot by Florida forty five to twenty nine. Aho scored the only goal in the game, and Kochekov was made forty five saves for that shutout. Pretty impressive. Losing to Dallas two to one, Aho the only goal scored in that game. Really close checking game in that one though. And then Carolina lost to Buffalo in a shootout 3-2. Nechas, a goal and an assist, and D'Angelo had the other goal. He got the first goal. Um, What's the only good thing about being sick this weekend is I got to watch so much hockey. Yeah, that's true. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to watch so much hockey. It was really nice. I watched most of my teams at least one game. Nice. That is nice. I've been trying. I've been making a concerted effort. But every time, there's been a couple times the last couple weeks where i'm like oh i'll just throw a game on i'll just have a game on in the background 
And then I look, and all the games are... There's only three games for some reason, and they're all West Coast games. Yeah. I don't know what that scheduling was about, but... Anyway, Ajo is one of the Carolina's top players with three goals and an assist. Nachos is the other one with two goals and two assists. They were two for nine on the power play, ten for 13 on the penalty kill. They are 34, 18, and six on the season so far. Columbus is up next, two and two this week. They lost to LA five to one, where they were 0 for two on the power or on the penalty kill, excuse me. And uh, Adam Boquist had the only goal in that game for Columbus. They then beat Anaheim 7-4. Corrali and Waranski each had two goals in that game. Jenner and Goudreau, a goal and two assists. And Texier and Roslavic each had two assists in that game. Buffalo, uh, then they lost to Buffalo 2-1. to one. Voronkov had the only goal in that game for Columbus. Well, hey, Tarsarov played pretty good. 35-37 of 37 in that loss. But then they beat the Rangers 4-2. to two. Ending the Rangers, I believe, 9 or 10 game winning streak. Um, Veron- it was 10. Uh, Voronkov, Roslavic, and Marchenko each had a goal and an assist in that game, while Goudreau had two assists. And the Columbus Russian team, uh, Columbus Russian national team, with all of their Russian players, Goudreau and Roslavic each had a goal and four assists in that game er, on the week to be their co top players. They were 2 for 11 on the power play. 10 for 12 on the penalty kill with a shorthanded goal four, and they are 19, 28, and 10 on the season. So Columbus solidly in last place in the Metropolitan Division, but um, like I've said before, don't look nearly as bad as that. They 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 stay in games at points. Hmm. They don't look as bad as no. As like Chicago or San Jose, you know, or Anaheim. Um, New Jersey is up next. New Jersey went one and three this week. Bad time to have a bad week because there's other teams behind them in the standings that are gaining, um, gaining ground on them, especially with this one and three week. One of them is Washington Capitals, who they lost to six to two. Go ahead. And they also lost a lot of ground. They lost a what? They're trying to the ground oh yeah yeah yeah. you're cutting out a little bit my internet i think might be weird there you go okay you're back now you were just cutting out there for a second my my internet's being a little bit weird it seems stupid stupid internet um they lost to washington six to two one of the teams that's right up their butt in the standings right now um getting out uh out shooting washington 39 to 26 Holtz and Howla had the goals in that game for New Jersey, but 6-2, bad. Losing to the Rangers 5-1. to one. Uh, Outshot the Rangers 40-18. to 40-18, to 18, and they gave up five goals in that game. Jack Hughes had the only goal for the Devils in that game, while Nico Dawes was 13-18. of 18. <clears throat> Bad game. Hey, they beat Montreal, though, 4-3. Meyer had a goal and an assist, while Brat, Palat, and Heischer had the other goals in that game. Tyler Toffoli had two assists. So, hey, they won one game. And then they lost to Tampa Bay 4-1. to Toffoli had the only goal in that game. Yeah, and it wasn't a pretty loss to Tampa Bay either. Um, Some pretty bad losses for New Jersey this week. 
but uh, yeah, Tampa Bay is who they're one of the teams they're fighting for for a yeah. wild card spot. Yeah, and um, yeah, and it doesn't help. I believe both Washington and Pittsburgh, who are who is also right behind them at this point, have games in hand on the Devils as well. I don't know. I, the Devils have really, really taken a, taken a step back from last year. Now I know they have some injuries. They don't have Dougie Hamilton. Their goalies haven't been playing as well. But uh, it's, that's really it. The goalies. The goalies. Yeah, Van, Vanacek well. has just been like, oh yeah, this is how I played in uh, <laughs> in Washington before this. Sometimes. I'm back. <laughs> yeah, I'm back like, to being normal me this year. Yeah, and if they're going to make a move on a goalie, they should have done it last week. Well, they maybe should have made that move for Markstrom that they had in place. Right. But, you know, I get I get not wanting to give up a guy like Holtz, but uh, you guys really should you could really need a, a solid goaltender at this point. Um, so I don't know. At least average. At least league average, yeah. Um, so that at this point, problem. I don't, I don't know that the Two Devils want to make a big deal. You know, I mean, they're close to the playoffs, but like, do you want to give up a bunch of assets for a guy and you might still miss the playoffs? That might screw you even more. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, we'll for, we'll talk about the upcoming trade deadline more towards the end and some comments that some teams have made about what they're planning for for uh, going into it. But, um, yeah, I, the Devils are not one of those teams that have said anything about what they're trying to accomplish. So, No, it really it really seems like they're going to miss the playoffs. And But remember two years ago, it was said that if they had league average goaltending, yeah. they'd be one of the best teams in the league. They got that last year, and we mm-hmm. saw that that was true. And now they're back to not getting league. And then they just reg- because Vanacek basically it was Vanacek regressed back to regressed. his norm. And um, sorry, I, had, I was fighting a, a burp there. Um, so and now they're back to like maybe playoff team. Whereas last year yeah. they, they had like 110 points or something like that. Exactly. I like, don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Tyler Toffoli is their top player. He had a goal and four assists on the week. They were 2-for-13 on the power play, 7-for-9 on the penalty kill. They are 29-25-4, so technically they are 500 right now. Yep. Uh, Washington is one point back with two games in hand. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh is three games in hand with two points back, so that's yep. not good for, not good. for them. Not good, um, especially because Washington has been playing very well the last two weeks, and so... I, the, the Devils are in trouble. Another team that's yep. in a lot more trouble than I think anybody realized is the Islanders, who went 1-2 and two this week. Um, they did beat Pittsburgh 5-4 to four in overtime. Now, but mark it down, that's another uh, third-period lead blow yep, this it year. Yep, very much was. Um, because they were up, I believe, 4-2 to two in the third period, and they gave up that lead uh, in a minute and a half or something like that at some point yep. in that period. Uh, because I think I went to take a shower while I was watching that game, and my phone buzzed before I even got in the shower that the game was tied. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, uh, but uh, Pellick, Nelson, and Barzell each had a goal and an assist. Pellick's goal was the overtime game winner. 
And I'm so mad at the Penguins for giving that up because they just let him walk right in and snipe it past the goaltender. Uh, Riley and Holmstrom had the other goals in that game. Getting shut out by St. Louis 4 to nothing, as we already discussed. Not much else to say for the Islanders in that game. They got shut out. No, nothing yep. good to say. Uh, and then they lost to Tampa Bay 4-2, to where they did outshoot Tampa Bay 34-21. to um, Nelson and Lee had the goals in that game for them, and Noah Dobson had two assists, but lost. So uh, they don't have yeah, a top I play. Watched, I watched this game, and mm-hmm. I, think, I think at no point did Tampa Bay, or sorry, at no point did the Islanders like have a lead or really come close to the lead. Yeah, that's here's the thing about the Islanders. I was just reading an article somebody wrote about um, teams that honestly should blow it up going into the trade deadline, and the Islanders were one of them because they just can't score. They just they're just not scoring at all. They're I believe last place in goals scored per game with and under I think three. Last place they're last place. Too. They're last place in penalty kill as well because it's at like seventy percent. It's so yeah. bad. Which is so weird for them because years prior to this, they've been a very good defensive team. Um, it's not Waugh's fault because he's only been in charge for a few weeks at this point. I think I, they're just a team that's yeah. kind of like hit their wall and they're regressing. So We all know it's Lane or Lou Lamorello's fault. Like, we all know that. I kind of think so at this point. Like, I, because they had the, a few really good years where they made the Eastern Conference Final two years in a row. They were winning playoff series. You know, they looked pretty good. And now... Give Matt Martin a seven-year contract. Yeah, but you're giving contracts to guys that are, like, third-line players at best, you know? Already in their 30s. Yeah, and some of them well into their 30s. So... Yeah. uh, Yeah, I think it's kind of similar to what's happening with Pittsburgh. It's just, like, your players are kind of aging out of being useful at this point in a lot of ways. And that sounds mean, but, like, teams that are younger are going to skate circles around you, you know, like, because they're just faster and they have more stamina, you know? Yeah. It sucks that Bo Horvat's cursed, but here's <laughs> yeah, where we are. Yeah, dude. Ah, uh, man. Oh, boy, Bo Horvat. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, he got traded from <laughs> Vancouver and they're fighting for the President's Trophy this year. Ay, ay, ay. All right, let's go to the other team in New York. The Rangers doing much better. 3-1 and one this week. Uh, they beat Dallas 3-1 to one to kick the week off. Trocek, Kako, and Fox had the goals in that game. Shesterkin was 41-42. of 42. I remember that going forward. The Rangers He's then good. beat the Devils 5-1, to one, where Lafreniere had two goals, Trocek a goal and an assist, Panarin three assists, and Shesterkin was 39-40 of 40 in that game. Then they beat Philly 2-1, to one, where Lafreniere and Rempe scored the goals in that game. That was Rempe's first yeah. career goal. Um, it was the game-winning goal. And also, yes. he got in another fight in this game. So this guy, I saw his stat line. He has less than 10 minutes of on-ice play, play time, and yep. he has like 30 penalty minutes already. Yes, he does. And he yes, scored he a goal. So good for him. Because he's just like a big boy. Yeah, he's just a big, big boy that they're like, go fight that guy. And he's like, okay. Uh, Shesterkin was 39-40 in this game as well. And then they lost to Columbus 4-2. Guess who wasn't in that that game? Shesterkin. 
Uh, Panarin and Enstrom, or Edstrom, had the goals in that game. Shesterkin is their top player, if you didn't get that. One goal against average and a 975 save percentage this week. They were one for 16 on the power play. That's very un-Rangers-like. That's, that's weird for them. Uh, 14 for 16 on the po- penalty kill. Pretty good. Uh, 39, that, 17, and 3. Good. But that means that they're playing well 5-on-5. Five five. Yeah, and that's not a good thing for anyone in the Eastern Conference other than the Rangers. No, it's not a good yeah. thing for anyone else uh, because that was what we've been saying the past two years, their biggest. Yeah, that was their biggest flaw. Now was like they were so reliant on their power play. Now, the issue is going to be, are they going to repeat what they did last year in the playoffs where Chris Kreider showed up and no one else showed up? I. Chris Kreider and Shesterkin. Shesterkin played fine yeah. in the playoffs last year. But they still, like... That's true. That's, that's very I, I'm 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 um, leaning towards no because, like, their younger guys same. like Kako and Lafreniere have been playing much better this year. Um, but, like, our guys like Zabinajad and Panarin not going to show up again? Right. That's a uh, big, that's a big remember, question mark. Remembers Panarin cut his hair off. He's that's completely right. different. That's right. That's right. He's bald now. He's buzz cut. He's already... He looks so weird with a buzz cut. Yeah. He's already had, hit his career goals. Has he? Yeah. He's having a good year. He had a good year last year, though, too, until they reached the playoffs. So that's the only thing I'm saying is, like, I'm saying I don't think that's going to happen. I think the Rangers seem like they're going to go pretty far in the playoffs. But I thought that last year, too, and they didn't show up in the first round. They lost to the Devils. Now, in seven games, it was still a close series, but still. Well, last year, what we said, they were either going to... um, the experience was going to take over, like yeah. veteran leadership, or the the too dumb to be afraid, too young and dumb to yeah. be afraid for the Devils was going to end up winning, and that's and what ended up winning. And it did. But, the, or more, the Rangers shell-shocked the Devils in the first two games. Mm-hmm. Blew them out the water. Uh, let's be um, fair. Man. Chris Kreider shell shocked them in the first two games. I, yeah. I, I want. I don't. I. I know. I'm belaboring that point, but he was the only one that was scoring in those first two games. He had like yeah, six goals in those first two games, or something like that. He. He was a monster. Um. But then, the speed of the Devils just took yeah. over that series. Yeah. Um, so. But. I think. I think the Rangers are in a better place. They're um, much more well rounded. Absolutely. To last year. Now it sucks that they don't have Filipino. Yeah, I hate it too, <laughs> but like we, you know, we have obvious biases because we yeah. we are both guys that have teams in the same division, so we hate all of the other teams in those in that division, including each other's my, teams. So my my sports fandom is just anti New York in general and anti Pittsburgh. Yep. Yeah. The only the only sport that we don't that me and you don't actively cheer for the opposite sides of a rivalry is baseball. Yeah, and that's only because it's been a long time since both the Pirates and the Orioles were really good at the same time. Because in because the seventies they, they were a rivalry because they kept playing in the World Series and beating each other. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, let's move on to Philly. Not a good week this week. One and two. Nope. 
they did beat Chicago 3-1, to as they should. Uh, Hathaway, Konechny, and Sondheim had the goals in that game. They lost to the Rangers. No shame there. Uh, two to one. Yep. They did outshoot the Rangers forty to twenty-four. Forster had the goal in that game, and then they lost an insane track meet game against the Penguins seven to six. Uh, yeah. And when I say insane, I mean insane. Um, Back and forth. I didn't get to watch this game unfortunately yesterday, but. It was so back and forth. The Penguins had two goal leads multiple times throughout the game, but Philly kept coming back and making a cl- either tying the game or making it close. And um, Lawton and Forrester each had two goals and an assist in the game. York and Sondheim, a goal and an assist each. And Couturier and uh, Likesell had two assists. Lawton is their top player with two goals and three assists on the week. They were 1-for-9 on the power play, 9-for-11 on the penalty kill, plus a shorthanded goal. That was one of the goals against Pittsburgh because Philly's just going to score at least one shorthanded goal a week, it seems like. Um, Philly literally has a higher scoring chance on their penalty kill. Their penalty kill is insane. They're, they're so and aggressive on their penalty kill, but it works. It works really well. power play is awful because, again, yep. they're more likely <laughs> it's to score really bad. on the penalty kill. I, I will say they did score a shorthanded goal in this game against Pittsburgh, but they did give up two power play goals against Pittsburgh in this game. Um, they are 30-22-7, I believe still solidly in um, third place in the division, but um, I know at least Pittsburgh has, I believe, four games in hand on them. Mm-hmm. Which means if Pittsburgh won all of those games, I think they would be ahead of Philly. At this point, that's the it's the only saving grace right now for the Penguins season is looking at that and being like, but if we won those four games, we would be ahead of them, actually. So that's just that's just Homer Pittsburgh take right now. But I mean, it's the same as the Capitals. Mm-hmm. They're three games in hand. And if they win those three games, they're tied. Yeah. So Philly seemingly has six and seven points ahead of those teams. But it's not nearly as far ahead as you might think once they equal out those games. We'll see. But, they, but those teams have to win those games, though. Teams have to win, and they've said they're still going to be sellers. So, Yeah, so I, I am interested to see... Well, well, we'll we'll discuss that at the end here. Different episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not a different episode, but we'll just, we'll just chit-chat a little bit about the trade deadline at the end of the episode. We're still a couple weeks out. For, well, actually, we're not. Because it's the 8th, which is not this Friday coming up, but the Friday after is the trade deadline. Yeah, we're less than two weeks. Yeah. So um, I'm sure we'll do a separate episode about the trade deadline, just recapping whatever happens. It might not be that much, but I who knows? We'll see. Um, anyway, Pittsburgh is up next 2-0-1 this week. They lost to the Islanders, as I said, 5-4 to in overtime. They did overcome a 4-2 third period excuse me, deficit to at least get a loser point out of that game. Eller, O'Connor, Peterson, and Pustinen had the goals in that game. Um, Pittsburgh then beat Montreal 4-1. Go ahead. Who the hell is Pustinen? He's a guy that they've called up from uh, the minors a couple of times this year, and he has two goals, and they're both against the Islanders, which is, Good for him. Which is interesting to say the least. Um they beat Montreal 4-1. to Chris Letang had two goals in this game. Drew O'Connor had a goal and an assist. Rust, a goal in this game. And Carlson, two assists. Beating Montreal pretty well. And then, of course, the game I just mentioned, 7-6 to against Philly, 
Crosby, a goal and three assists. And now, initially, he did have a goal and four assists, but I guess they d- dropped one of the assists for some reason. Um, so, 4.9, still very good. Uh, Rust, two goals and two assists, but he did get injured at a certain point in this game. Raquel, Peterson, and Latang each had two points apiece in the in that game as well. Uh, Latang and Crosby are their top players. Latang, three goals and two assists. Crosby, a goal and four assists on the week. Uh, but I do want to give a special shout-out to Drew O'Connor, a younger guy on the Penguins who scored in all three of these games this week. Which is, they the Penguins really need that. So They need depth scoring, yeah. They need scoring at all. because uh, That's not Sidney Crosby. Because um, I, I was looking at it when I was writing my notes. They're fourth in goals against uh, yeah. in the entire league. And like 25th in goals for. So like if you could just score a little bit more. It's amazing that they're still in the hunt. It really is because you, you, there's certain points that they just look like trash. But then, but then there's other times that they're like, oh, okay, they won. They just need to gut out like these these crappy wins like against Philly where they don't look that good but they still won so they just need to gut out some of those wins and they have like like a dozen one goal game losses and a lot yeah. of those happened when their power play was doing nothing at all mm-hmm. and it's, it's just one of those things anyway they were three for nine on the power play this week pretty respectable uh, wow. with a shorthanded goal against Two of those power play goals were against Philly, and the shorthand goal was also against Philly. Uh, they were 9 for 10 on the penalty kill. 26, 21, and 8. Still in the hunt. They're tied with Ottawa with the least amount of games played somehow as well, I think. At least when I was looking at it this morning, or last night. You're correct. You're correct. At least in the Eastern Conference. I don't know about the Western Conference. But, uh, yeah, so Pittsburgh still in the hunt. They've, uh, with that win against Philly, they leapfrogged a couple of teams. I think they leapfrogged, they at least leapfrogged the Islanders. And I think they're tied with Washington. No? Clay says no. They're one, they're right below Washington, right? And then there are a couple of points. Yeah, okay, okay. I like that you're not Sorry. using your words. I, yeah, I, I muted myself for some reason. Um, but they're I, right there with Washington, and they're, I think, one or two points behind the Devils, and then, yeah. you know. So they're right no, there. You're one, point, you're one point behind Washington with the there game in hand. There we go. And that's it, yeah. Gotcha. All right, speaking of Washington, they also went 2-0-1 this week. Looking pretty good. They beat the Devils, as I already mentioned, 6-2. to OV, two goals and an assist. OV's woken up. The grandpa Ovechkin has woken up. He's scoring goals. He's been looking good the last few weeks. Uh, Strom had a goal and two assists in this game. McMichael, two goals in this game. And um, I don't know who this is, but Scarbosa scored a goal. And that's a sick name. <laughs> Scarbosa. Scarbosa. A, has been in the league a while. Has he? He's like he's like late 20s. Oh, all right. Maybe even early 30s. He, I, this he has to be the first time that we've talked about him, though. Yeah. That's a sick name, um, Scarbosa. It's with a G, though. Even si- yeah. What's even sicker is that his goal scoring music, like his goal scores. Oh, he has he has specific music for him. Yes, it's the Pirates of the Caribbean theme song. Of course, it is Captain Captain Scarbosa. (laughs) Oh man, 
That's so funny. It, I, I have always, uh, I've always thought about playing uh, one of those manager games or like the NHL game and just find the weirdest, most fun names that I can and just make a team of the most fun names. Like Scarbosa. That's an awesome yeah, name. Yeah, Scarbosa's... He's 31. He is? Maybe I've seen this name before now that I think about it, but it's still a great name. He... He is mainly an AHLer. He mm. has spent time in Colorado, Anaheim, and Florida. Okay, so he's like a journeyman AHL um, guy. But hey, he scored. He scored in this yeah, game. So yeah. uh, yes, he is. Good yes, for him. I, I like him. I like his name. Um, Washington then beat Tampa Bay five to three. Connor McMichael had two goals again in this game. While Abe Kubel, Mantha, and Sandine. Had the other goals. Wilson and Strom both had two assists. Then they lost to Florida 3-2 to two in overtime. I watched this game. This was a pretty good game. 2-4 um, on the power play in this game. Wilson and Milano scored the goals in uh, regulation. And unfortunately, they lost in overtime. But they were, they were keeping with Florida pretty well. You're muted. You're muted. They were beating. Florida. There you go. Yeah, they were. They were winning late in the game, two to one. Uh, but then uh, I think they gave up a power play goal, I believe. Yes. Towards the yeah. end there, and uh, yeah. But hey, Washington looked pretty good this week. They've looked pretty good the last few weeks, actually. Uh, Dylan is it's Dylan Strom, right? That's on yes. uh, Washington. One goal, five assists on yep. the week for to be their top player. They were three for nine on the power play, seven for eight on the penalty kill. Both very good numbers. 26, 21, and 9 are the Capitals, and they're right there threatening for a playoff spot. Because you know, it's funny. It seems like the team finally like, clicked with the new coaches' like schemes. Mm-hmm. Seems to be working. Um, so, um, and apparently one of the big switches this year was switching to zone coverage for defense, which mm. is, you know, some teams do zone, some teams do man. Yeah, it's just like Washington in any sport. Washington has been a man team for a long time. Yeah, Washington has been a man coverage team for a long time, so it, it makes sense to why zone, switching to zone was so rough for uh, them. Yeah, yeah. To took a, the year. took a bit over half the season to figure out, but they've looked good the last few it's, weeks. It, I give him credit. It's also why Orlov struggled at the beginning of the season on Carolina. Because Carolina, Carolina also plays his own defense. Yeah. Yeah. I uh I actually plum forgot that Orlov was on Carolina. Or he either just played a different style of um Yeah. Than People forget Carolina that did, when, so. when players go to a new team it's like a different scheme a lot of the time and it takes right. time to figure it out. So yeah. That's it for the Metro. What's going on in the Atlantic? Right. What's going on in the Atlantic is we're going to start with Boston. Boston. Boston went 2-0-2. Two, oh, two. All right. They're back on top. They're of back course on they top are. of the Atlantic. Um, it was nice for Florida for that one week to be up top. Yeah, there. but Florida's only one point behind. Yeah, they're right there still. One game in hand, so it's going to be back and forth for the rest of the season. That'll be fun to watch. Um, they beat Dallas in a shootout, like we talked about, uh, 4-3. Uh, Bolquist had a goal and an assist in that game. 
Then the overtime win against Edmonton. McAvoy had a goal and an assist. That goal was the overtime game winner. Then they lost in overtime against Calgary. 2-3. to three. Charlie Coyle had two goals. Had the two goals in that game. And then they lost to Vancouver in overtime, 2-3. to three. Out, Getting outshot by Vancouver, 39-22. to 22. All right. Um, one for 11 on the power play, 6 for 7 on the penalty kill. You didn't realize all four of those games went to extra time. Oh, yeah. Well, I, yeah. All I, four of them went to extra time. I didn't get that until now. I knew going into this season that uh, they weren't going to blow out blow teams out if so their wins were gonna have to be like one goal games mm-hmm. and they're getting them they're getting them um, yeah boston frustratingly is still a very good team <laughs> yeah even though they uh, lost their top two centers from last year they have two top players it's boquist and mcavoy boquist had two goals and two assists and mcavoy had a goal and three assists uh, oh next. i was watching uh which one of those Shoot. Oh, it was the game against uh it was the game that we were watching together last yeah, week. Yeah, that was where McAvoy scored the game. the shootout game yes, winner. Shootout he scored winner a hell of a shootout game winner too. It was really good. Yeah. So yeah, he had an overtime game winner, a shootout game winner which doesn't show up on the goal right. sheet. Yeah. Plus the three other points. Good week. Yeah. Um Buffalo. Buffalo. 3-1. Hey, look at them. It won't give up. 27, 27, and 4. That's 58 points. That's 6th in the division. I did not talk about Boston's uh, record. They are 34, 12, and 13. So they're right there with those overtime losses. Yeah. Uh, compared to the Islanders. Yeah, wow, they really are. I didn't realize that. Boston has 81 points there at first. Back to that's Buffalo. the that's the difference with them and the Islanders though, they win yeah, the uh, they win otherwise usually. Yeah. Um, I actually have to look about how many overtime games they've gone to. It's got to um, be a lot. It was all four I this think, week. Yeah, and they still won two of them. So. Yeah. Um. Either way. Uh, they started the week by losing to Anaheim 3-4. to Uko Pekka-Lukinen played all four of these games. So, um, they outshot Anaheim 37-14. to Okay. And lost. This was the other game that was on while we were recording last week where it was, what, 1-1? One one oh, that's the... right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going into the third period. And then... Going into... An insane score at the end. Three to four at the end. Um, then they beat Montreal three to two. They were only thirty-four percent on the face-off dot. Good. Then they beat Columbus in a close game. Two to one. Uh, Clifton had the game. Connor Clifton had the game-winning goal. Uh, then they beat Carolina in a shootout. That was a fun game to watch. Uh, the back half of that game. Buffalo controlled, but they just could not finish it. Hmm. Well, they finished Carolina it in the end, off. though. They got the shootout win. So. Carolina was coming off a back is was coming off a back to back that game and did not have the gas and 
Buffalo could just not take advantage in regulation. Right. Um, they were three for three. Last, excuse me, three for eleven on the power play, and then seven for ten on the penalty kill. Uh, they don't have a top player. A lot of their points were spread out. Right. Like they had a couple guys get four points, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. you. I feel you. Detroit's up next. Detroit. Detroit. Four and oh. Damn, what a week for Detroit. They are hitting, getting hot at the right time. They beat Seattle in overtime, 4-2-3. Lucas Raymond had a goal and an assist in that game. Then they beat Colorado in overtime as well. Dylan Larkin had a goal and an assist. Beat St. Louis straight up 6-1. Alex DeBrickett had two goals and an assist. And then the 3-2 overtime win against Chicago with Patrick Kane having a goal and assist. In that game, they did not have a power play, and they gave up the only penalty kill against. So, be better there. Give me one second. I have to cough. I'll just mention right now, Detroit's really, um, they have solidly a wild card spot right now. They're, yeah, no, they, they are got it. it. They got it right now. Even, even in taking into account the games and hands of other teams, they still have a wild card spot. So, yep. let's go Detroit. They're back, maybe. At least making maybe. the playoffs, unless they really tank these last uh, this last month and a half of the season or so. Remember last year, they were in the hunt until the trade deadline. You're right, you're right, you're up. right. Well, they started tanking at the beginning of like the new year last year. Yeah. Ish. Ish. They got a month away Either from way. the trade deadline. Lot had a losing streak and then sold. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. That is what happened. You're right. Uh, so we'll see. Detroit. Detroit's looking. Detroit's looking good. They got that number one wild card spot. Um, They're looking really good right Patrick now. Looks really good. We'll see what happens with the trade deadline. Patrick Kane um, is looking fairly good for them, especially yeah. coming off of that surgery that like and, everyone else is. Everyone else that's had that surgery has basically never been able to come back and play normally again. But he's looked good, so. Yeah, he has. Uh, they were two for eight on the power play, six for eight on the penalty kill. Patrick Kane and Alex DeBrinket are tied for their top players. Both had three goals and three assists. It's almost what like it's almost like I never understood why Chicago traded Alex DeBrinket. I still don't. Oh, he had forty goals two years in a row on Chicago. While playing with Patrick Kane. Where did Montreal get Kirby Doc from? Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Or, yeah. No, he's on Chicago, right? Wait, am I wrong? Kirby Doc is on Montreal. Was that also part of that trade? I think it was, because Kirby Doc wasn't playing that well for uh, Chicago. That it was a separate trade because DeBrinket went to Ottawa. Oh, you're right. You're right. All I'm saying is Chicago's GM has been awful this past five years. Yeah. Well, they have kind of a newer one right now. With Davidson. Yeah. With Seth Jones. But he didn't do any of that. His his first basically his first action was drafting Connor Bedard, which is like you can't give him credit for it. That's a no brainer, but. Um, I'm just looking up Kirby Doc. 
Sorry, I go ahead. No, yeah, yeah, you're good. Uh, looking up while you're looking up Kirby Doc. Oh yeah, he sorry, he was traded to Montreal for the 13th overall pick and a third round selection. Okay, cool. So like So they got a first round pick out of him. But still, they've made some really weird moves these past yeah. 5 years. Yeah. Well, I Chicago believe has. Chicago has, yeah. I I believe with that pick they drafted that defenseman that was like off board at the time to uh I think his name's Korchinski, but he's playing for Chicago right now. So, oh, yeah, yeah. And he's playing pretty well, right? Yeah, he's, he's fine. I mean, Chicago's terrible, yeah. so, like, you can't put it on one guy. But yeah. he's, like, a 19-year-old player who's playing defense for Chicago, so. That's not bad. Can't really complain about it. He's good enough to at least be on the team. Exactly. Um, we're talking about Florida. Florida went 2-1 and one this week. Oh, trash. Oh, sorry. Lost first overall. Real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Detroit is 32, 20, and 6. That's 70 points. Pretty good. Uh, then Florida, uh, the 3-2 to two overtime win against Ottawa. The getting shut out by Carolina, like you said. Mm-hmm. And then losing and winning in overtime uh, against Washington, like you already said. Lundell had the overtime game winner against Ottawa. And Forsling had the overtime game winner against Washington. He did, yeah. Um, they were one for nine on the power play, five for seven on the penalty kill. Montour had a goal and three assists on the week, and Nick Cousins got punched in the face. <laughs> you love to see it. Nick Cousins got punched in the face. Anthony you know, Mantha. Anthony Mantha. Came hell yeah, play. Mantha. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Um, just uh, just really quick. Um, when I I was watching that uh the Florida, uh Washington game the other day, and um. What's really crazy is that if you think about it, Anaheim used to have a defense that consisted of Brandon Montour, Shea Theodore, Cam Fowler, and Hampus Lindholm. Oh, we can go so much into what happened. Like that—that's an amazing top four right there. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Anaheim's really good at drafting and developing defense, and then trading, and then not really... using them, and then trading them off. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know why that thought popped into my head when I was watching, because Montour is on Florida now. And, um, yeah, we, we've mentioned this before. Yeah, actually. and I, I just, I was just sitting there thinking, like, Anaheim used to have him, Theodore, Hampus Lindholm, and Camp, they still have Camp Fowler, but yeah. they had all four of them on a defense as, like, younger guys, mm-hmm. and they just, like, didn't do shit with that. Yeah. Really good top four defense. You couldn't even keep them together for them to no. develop together. Yeah. So, right. um, it's just a random thought. Florida, Florida is 38, 16, and four. That's 80 points. One point behind Boston, as you said. One point behind. Uh, Montreal is up next. Montreal is back where we thought they're gonna, they were going to be. Oh, and three. Nice. <laughs> 22, 28, and eight. That's 52 yeah. points. That's last in the division. They got jumped by Ottawa. Ooh, uh, that's got to hurt, actually. Yeah. Three, uh, two to three loss against Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Wah had two assists in that game. And I know this one's a Wah because, A, I looked it up. He's from Quebec. Oh, yeah, it's a Wah. So it's got to be a Wah. Um, got to be a Wah. 
gotta be a walk. Then they lost to Pittsburgh, which is shameful. What? Um, <laughs> Come yeah. on. It's Pittsburgh's a better team than Montreal. It's just fun for me. I, um, I, I get it. And then lost to the Devils, 3-4. to four. Talked about all these games already. Suzuki did have two goals in the Devils' loss. Um, they were 0 for 7 on the power play, 4 for 7 on the penalty kill. Montreal start, <coughs> excuse me. Montreal's starting to get that feel of like Detroit a couple years ago, where you're like, they look like they should be better, right? And they're just like losing on... games because they're young, kind of thought, yeah. like kind of thought process. So I don't know. I think Montreal might be on the upswing the next couple of years. No, they definitely will be on the upswing. Their defense isn't that good. Yeah. Um, they're giving their goalies a little bit of time so like i'm i'm expecting jake allen to get moved at the deadline Maybe. um because they're still rolling three goalies yeah they still have him montembo and um primo. primo right yeah yeah so yeah that's what it is they don't have a top player ottawa ottawa three and oh three oh and one what it's wow. finally clicked. <laughs> here we are finally new coaching has finally seemed to click uh 25 27 and 3 53 points that's seventh they beat tampa in tampa four to two uh joseph had two goals in that game they lost to florida in overtime uh shabbat had a goal and assist their block shots difference in this game florida only blocked nine shots wow Ottawa blocked twenty nine. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's like that's like playoff numbers, right? Because yeah. once you get to the playoffs, the teams are like, okay, no, we can't lose. We have to block nope. any shot that's even possible to be blocked. That's where Ottawa's at now. Ottawa's just like, you know what? Let's just play for our pride at this point. Then they beat Dallas four to one, like you already said. Yeah, yeah. Norris Norris had two goals in that game. Shane Pinto was the missing ingredient to make them play well. I know Pinto has at least had one goal this week. Um, They outshot Dallas, like you said, 30 to 15. Yeah. But they blocked 25 shots to Dallas' nine shots. God damn. Yeah. It's the same block shot ratio. Who is this team? Who is this team all of a sudden? Watch them! Watch uh, them leapfrog and almost make the playoffs. Watch them be like is, only five points back from a playoff spot at the end of the I year. I can see that. Um, It'd be so funny. Just be like, maybe and, if you just fired DJ Smith at the end of last year, like everybody told you to. I've been telling you that. What? Well, yeah, now. that Clay has <laughs> been calling for the last two years. Maybe you would have made the playoffs this year. DJ Smith is a great assistant coach, and he's and they're. What six zero and two since in L.A. since they he's been the assistant coach yeah, there. He seemed to be helping. There there are certain guys that like in every sport that seem like they're a better like coordinator in football or assistant coach in like basketball or or hockey yeah. instead of being the head coach. Like they're just better at running one aspect of the game. Exactly. And that's fine. Uh, that's fine too. I understand wanting to like, all right, I'm doing great here. Let's see if I can move up. Yeah. But then if it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work, work and be like, mm, I'll go back to being an assistant coach. That's fine. Right. Uh, Shabbat had a goal and assist in that 
shootout win against Vegas. They were 2 for 10 on the power play, 5 for 6 on the penalty kill. Only took 6 penalties in 4 games. That's pretty impressive, honestly. Yeah. Thomas Shabbat is their top player of the week with 3 goals and 2 assists. Look at him. In those 4 games. He's coming back, too. Yeah. Tampa Bay is up next. They were 2-2. Two and two. They are 32-23-5. That's 69 points. That is in 5th. Uh, I believe they have the last wild card spot currently. They do. But a lot We've of teams about... have games in hands on them. Yes, they do. We've talked about all of these uh, games already. The 2-4 to four loss against Ottawa. Then the 3-5 to five loss against Washington. The 4-2 to two win against the Islanders, where Kucherov had a goal and two assists. Then the 4-1 to one win against the Devils, where Kucherov had a goal and three assists. Kucherov is the first player to hit 100 points in a season. He currently has Oh, damn. I didn't points. I didn't realize he hit 100 points this week. He hit 102 points. He's um, got to win the MVP, right? He's He's the only be. reason that the that Tampa Bay is winning <laughs> games. Him and him oh. and Vasilevsky are the only reason they're winning games. Not even Vasilevsky. Not even Vasilevsky really. It is him. Um But they were one- You know, you know that he won't because he sandbagged it at the All-Star game. You know he won't. Oh. Because there's oh. there's some shitty vindictive like uh, writers out there that are like, well, he didn't try at the All-Star game, so I'm not going to give him the MVP. And I'm like, well, you shouldn't be allowed to vote for that then. Oh, no, not at all. Because uh, who cares about ten. the All-Star game? Go on ahead. the power oh, sorry. play. Nope. Sorry, 1 for 9 on the power play, and then 12 for 14 on the penalty kill. Kucherov had eight points this week, two goals, six assists. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I don't know where he – he's – obviously, he's still ahead of McKinnon. And then I know McDavid is, like, catching up really fast, too. McDavid's rising up, too. So there's – to me, there's four guys in conversation for the heart. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cough, cough, cough. Cough, 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 cough. Uh, four guys. So those three guys and who else? Matthews. Matt. Oh, oh yeah. Duh. Cause Matthews, I feel like nobody's even talking about Matthews, but he's like scoring no, at like a 70 goal clip right now. He's scoring a 78 goal clip. That's insane. <laughs> That's his pace. Um, Ooh, 78 baby. goals. Yeah. He's, uh, doesn't have the assist quote unquote to go along with that. Because who cares? No one else is finishing their chances. He has fifty-two he goals currently. So I pulled up the stats while you were coughing. Uh, Kucherov's at one hundred and two points, still coughing. Uh, Nathan McKinnon's at ninety-six, so he's right there, almost at a hundred as well. And uh, McDavid at eighty-nine. He had McDavid a ba- rocketed up. He had a he had not a bad, but like a poor start to the season. He was uh, on- because he was injured. Uh, but at 89 points now, damn, damn, McDavid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Posternock at 82 and Panarin at 79 to round out the top five. But uh, Matthews does have 52 goals, which is 13 right. better than anybody else currently. Exactly, and that's why I think he should be in the the conversation because we'll talk about Toronto right now. Yeah, they went four and zero. Damn, they won. They every don't even game need that... Morgan Riley. No, they won every game that he was suspended. Trade them. Five and zero. Oh. <laughs> um, they beat St. Louis four to two. 
beat Arizona six to three, beat Vegas seven to three, and then beat Colorado four to three. So you had two two pretty impressive wins there, yeah. Uh, two of the top teams in the league, and you put up four goals on them at least. Uh, against St. Louis, Marner had three assists. There's another block shot discrepancy. St. Louis only blocked seven shots, while Toronto blocked 26. Damn. You would think, like, just just thinking out loud about it, Toronto would not be a team that would be blocking shots because they're more of, like, no. a skill-ish team, right? Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of teams that you could say that about, but, like, that's pretty impressive that they blocked 26 shots. Very impressive. Um, Matthews had two goals in the Arizona win, which... Against kind of his hometown team in Arizona. I don't know where exactly he's from, but he's from Arizona. He's from that area. Yeah. So that game was completely sold out, and you'll note and you'll see that like it was at least like half Toronto fans. Sure. I mean, if if I was there, if I was near Mullet Arena, if I lived in that area, I would probably go to those games all the time. Because I can't imagine well, those ticket prices are that expensive. The all, Almost all the Toronto fans were like Matthews and Nye's friends and family. Because Nye's is from oh, there too. Oh, Nye's is from there too. I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah. That's that's a, that's a pro um, uh, argument for having Arizona there is yeah. that like they're growing the game in a desert. You know, they're growing a hockey. They're growing hockey in a desert where you already have one of the superstars of the league in Matthews, who's from Arizona, mm-hmm. and I think half Mexican descent? Yes. If I remember correctly. Um, You're correct. And then Matthew Knives, who I forgot was also from Arizona. So, like, there, there is... Yeah, go ahead. What? I want to feel real old real quick. No, um, I don't... This, this made me feel bad, too. It was my birthday uh, yesterday. Austin... I don't need to feel older. Austin Matthews was... Matthew Nye's favorite player growing up. Yeah, okay. Well, Matthew Nye's like, is like 20 or something. He is he is 20, but Austin Matthews is only, what, 27? Yeah, he's only seven years older than him. Yeah. Shut up, Matthew Nye's. Okay. Uh, but um, yeah, there, that's a pro argument for keeping Arizona there, right? Is that you're starting to grow the the game with like Hispanic uh, families in Arizona, at least for yeah. Matthews. I don't know about Nye's, but at least for Matthews, he's a superstar that comes from a half Hispanic family. So there you go. Yeah. Right there. Look, let's move him to Mormon town ho- in, in Salt Lake city. The, I know hockey in the desert can work as long as they don't have incompetent ownership. Like they have. Like they've had for decades. Since they came into the league. Yeah. Um, So that's the problem. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Domi had two goals in the Vegas win. Where they outshot Vegas 42 to 26. And then Bertuzzi had a hat trick on his birthday. On the 24th against Colorado. Oh, my God. Finally. Tyler Bertuzzi oh, showed up for I, the Maple Leafs. He only shows up on his birthday, so. I, hey, he showed up one day of the of the calendar year, at least. Yep. 
That's uh, awesome. He got were, a hat trick on his birthday. They were five for eleven on the power play. Really good. Wow. Yeah. Four for seven on the penalty kill. Not as, Not good. as good. Not as good. Not as good. At least they have a shorthanded goal. Uh, but that's not as good. Mitch Marner is their top player with one goal and nine assists. Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a win uh, for Marner. I do want to shout out Willie Nylander, who had three goals and four assists. And his brother got traded this week. His brother got traded this week. So. I saw somebody. Tw- I saw somebody tweet that... Uh, if uh, last year you had seen Dubas trades Nylander, you would have lost your mind. But this oh, year, because he's on the mind. Penguins and he has the other brother who's not nearly as good, and he trades yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Is that the end? Mm-hmm. Oh, we're all done. All right. Uh, I, just a couple of things I wanted to mention about the trade deadline since it's coming up really soon. Um, a yep. couple of teams have made their plans known. So f- the Flyers are still... <laughs> planning on trading guys like they're sellers quote unquote so like they're still looking to trade a guy like scott lawton or nathan walker i've seen that they're trying to keep sealer now that they're trying to sign him to an extension um but walker and lawton they're pretty much like yeah you know we're listening right um on the other side of go ahead they they understand that it's just like all right we're yeah. we we are punching above our weight now that's no disrespect to the guys doing the punching above no, their weight no they're they're having a great year but uh they get it. I, I I do respect that they're they've decided like we're gonna keep with the plan though whereas like mm-hmm. if we could trade these guys for like draft picks or prospects that'll help us next year great you know like we're they're n- Philly. yeah. That's Philly that's better have... run that Philly has been in a while. So. Oh my God, but thinking about trusting the process—that's what the 76ers were print. Well, practicing for years. Right, but like, I, I, if I'm the Flyers, I'm thinking like maybe we'll still sell off a couple of guys this year, see what we can get, mm-hmm. and then next year, we're theoretically going to be definitely a playoff team, and then we're going to be we're going to be sitting pretty next year, right? Look, Tortorella ain't going nowhere. No, oh no, no, no. Even if they're not Unless doing great, happens. he's he's not going anywhere because he they. He's got this team play. playing great right now. He's got and even last year great. when he got hired, he had them playing way better than anybody thought that they were going to be playing. He's even though they missed the playoffs, they didn't have a great season, but like they were much better than anybody thought they were last year. Yeah, he he's putting in a good culture in the Philadelphia, yeah. which yeah. is. Which is good. They need it. Now, on the flip... It's for everybody but Philadelphia. Yeah, right. Um, they're going to be a problem. They're going to be a problem, which sucks for everyone else. On the flip side of that same state, uh, Kyle Dubas had a um, press conference earlier this week where he said, I'm basically listening on any offer for anybody on the team except for, like, you know, Crosby, Malkin, Latent. <laughs> But, like, anybody else, I'm not saying that I'm going to trade them, but I'll at least, you know, listen to your offer. Um, He said he's pretty much given the Penguins, as a team, two weeks to figure out if they're a playoff team or not. And at that, but he also said he he's not going to be a buyer at the at the trade deadline, which 
I'll be honest, is probably the way to go for the Penguins at this point. Like, if you want to do kind of a rebuild on the fly while you still have Crosby and, like, Latang, Crosby and Latang both playing fairly well currently. Malkin, not as much, but, you know, maybe he's just having an off year. Um, But he said he would listen to anybody but those guys. And I saw I saw somebody even float the idea of them trying to move one of their goalies because Najelkovic and Jari have both played pretty well this year. Um, I doubt they'll trade Jari since they just signed him. But I I guess if they get blown away by a trade, who knows? Good. Yeah. I forgot one bit of, bit of news. Mm-hmm. No, this was your news. Oh uh, well, clearly I forgot it too. So go ahead. Adam Ruzica. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> um. So is it Ruz- Rushka? Uh. He Ruzica. got he got his contract terminated by the Arizona Coyotes because he posted a video on his Twitter or Instagram yep. or something where um there was a white he, substance in front of him on the video that was definitely cocaine. Getting... <laughs> yeah. Um... So. He's he's done, and he's uh, well, done. maybe he'll go into the player assistance program and get that figured out. Because, you know, Kuznetsov also posted a video or a picture of him doing coke, and he's still on that the Capitals. So, ago. I know, but he's still on the Capitals. So, but he's a much better player than Rushka. So, um, so yeah, I forgot, I forgot about that. So Slovakia has also dropped Rushka, from their national team. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So, can you imagine if think of like two years ago or even last year, if oh, there's a third player that I can't think of. I mean, Lucic, the, Ruzica, there's a there's a lot of players. Cocaine is a big problem in the NHL, apparently. No, no. Thinking of Calgary specifically because oh, Ruzica, Lucic, right, yeah. Both on Calgary and Dubé. Uh, last <laughs> Doobie, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> All of them happening at the same time. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. That would have been bad. Yeah, that would so, have been pretty bad. That would be a really happened. bad look for Calgary, who already got a pretty bad look with the whole Dubé thing, because they were like, no, he's out for mental health problems. And they were like, well, no, he got arrested for sexual assault. It's different because Dubé lied to them. Yeah, I know, I know, but st- it doesn't make them look good, right? No. Oh, uh, boy. So, anyway, b- back to the trade deadline. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens leading up to it. Are the Penguins going to sell off a bunch of pieces? Because if they tank, like, next week and they go, whatever, 0-3 or something, uh, I, do they trade Gensel? Do they trade a guy like Brian Rust? Right. Do they trade? Do they trade Jari if... They get a, as a Penguins fan at this point, I'm like, I kind of just hope you get a good package back for them. Like first, second round picks, prospects that can be useful kind of, or younger players. Because Dubas also said that um, he acknowledged that the Penguins need to get younger, you know, which they do. They're the oldest team in the league, I think. They did get younger by signing Carlson, which is funny. I know that's the funniest part, but like, still, I think they're one of the old, one of, if not the oldest team in the league. So I don't know, and uh, 
We'll see. And there's plenty of other teams. Like, what's Arizona going to do? What's Anaheim going to do? Because there's the, there's the oh, maybe they'll trade Trevor Zegras, which I don't know why. Like, he's having one bad year where he's trying to play more defensively. That's why his numbers aren't as good. He's and he's injured. Huh? He's been injured. Yeah, he's, he's been injured, too. I don't know. That just goes back to what um, bigger media than us it seems like tries to do with the NHL where they get a thought in their head and then they just try to force it into becoming reality. You know? I don't know why they do that. It seems like it happens with hockey all the time. Because they tried to do that to Malkin years ago where they were like, the Penguins should just trade Malkin. And they just tried, they kept hammering it. They kept saying it over and over and over again. And obviously the Penguins never did. So, I don't know. That's just my example that I remember being uh, being prevalent is just them saying like, oh, well, they're going to trade Evgeny Malkin. And I'm like, but, but they didn't, though. They never did. They never even came close to doing so, as far as yeah, I'm aware. And they're not. So, I don't know. Yeah. So, we got a, we got an interesting, like, uh, week and a half coming up. Um, obviously, we'll be here for our episode next week. And then maybe after the trade deadline, maybe we'll do a little special episode. We'll see. Maybe. We'll see what happens. We'll see what we're feeling. Uh, but thank you guys for listening, as always. Clay, any final thoughts? No, I'm good. Okay. Thank you guys for listening, as always. We can be found wherever podcasts are found. Give us a rate, review, subscribe, wherever applicable. And uh, we'll see you next week at the same puck time. Same puck place. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.